I want to, uh, my name is Drew Smith, pastor here. I want to welcome particularly any guests that are with us today on this special day. It's a rather unique um, day, one we meet at... Uh, um, at 10 o'clock all, all together instead of in two services as normal. And it's the really a, a turning point Sunday for this particular church. Um, I'll tell a little bit more of the story in the sermon, but we have engaged in a transformation consultation and asked for a, an outside voice to come and to, to share both words of encouragement and words of challenge. And today, we're going to focus on the challenge. We're going to focus on the ways that we heard God say, you know, you're out of step with what I want you to be doing. And so it's a day where we're spending some time in confession, in repentance, and in transformation, and even celebration of God's mercy and God's grace. Uh, so glad that you're here if you're a guest with us. But no, this is a, a unique and, and special day for us. And maybe God has you here for just the, the, the right reason. Um, but want to welcome you and all who are with us and be sure to fill out a, a connection card. You should have gotten one of those when you came in there. Um, uh, everybody can fill those out and we'll uh, turn them in at the connection or when the um, offering plate comes. Um, and also uh, we'll... Uh, um, and folks, you'll see there's prayer opportunities on there and a number of uh, occasions during the course of the week, I and others will pray through what you write there, bringing it before the Lord. So, um, but today we've been called to a special gathering in the life of CHPC. Again, a time really, uh, even though, again, I'll talk about this a little more too, um, uh, uh, when, when repentance is really a celebration. Because we get to, to celebrate the, the generosity of God. Uh, that, that He is regularly working in us um, to, to transform us, to change us, to form in us more and more like Jesus. And, and we get to, to get to share in, in Jesus' forgiveness and, and know that we, we want that change. You know, we want His word of, of truth and life-giving truth um, in our lives. And, and we, because we know that God loves the world. We know that He loves us. Um, that he gave his only son so that we might have eternal life for all who believe in him. And, and we know that for ourselves and we want to celebrate that. And we, we want to share that with others. Just like God shares it with us, we want in his power to share it with others. And one of the things that we recognize today in this service of repentance and renewal is that that's where we have been corrected during this time. That, that we're not sharing this good news. We're not sharing the generosity of God. The, the overflowing love of God. We want that to be real in our lives. So we enter this service of worship. Uh, wanting God to continue to renew us. And transform us. And empower us. So that we will be overflowing. With that generous, faithful love of God. For, for the world. So knowing as we come to worship and hear from him and be and repent, change our ways and receive his forgiveness and empowerment for carrying out that task. Let, let us worship God together. 
Please join with me in prayer, and we'll, we'll use um, today as really an outline of our service. Uh, Psalm 130 will be our guide. And the first two verses of Psalm 130, Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. O Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my pleas for mercy. Let's pray. Lord, we praise you that you give. You give all of creation. You give your son. And you give us life with you forever. You are good. You're the only one who is good. We join with the psalmist in confidence that you will hear our cries for mercy. You will show us the evil ways that are in us. And that you will grace us with forgiveness and transformation. We worship you this day in honesty and humility. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Great is the Lord, He is holy and just, by His power we trust. Stop. 
You may be seated. So now we're going to continue on with our time of confession and pardon, and we will continue, first of all, reading uh, from Psalm 130, now verses 3 and 4. If you, O Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness that you may be feared. So let's come to the Lord and confess our sins. And we can confess our sins honestly because in him there is forgiveness. Pray with me. Dear merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We fail to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law, and we've rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors as we love ourselves. And so, gracious God, we lower our heads before you, and we confess that we have too often forgotten that we belong to you. Sometimes we carry on our lives as if our lives depend on us, and we get stingy and protective. In our fear of rejection and being misunderstood, we deny and ignore you. And it's for these things, Lord, that we ask your forgiveness. And we also ask for your strength. We need it. Give us clear minds and open hearts so we can celebrate your generosity to us and to the world. Help us to be who you would have us to be, regardless of what we're doing or who we're with or what others may think. And hold us to yourself, Lord, so that we know your love and we share it with those you've placed around us. God, you've made known to us the good news of Jesus and it planted it in our souls. And so we ask that you strengthen us through the power of the Holy Spirit to share the story of your love and forgiveness with others. Set us free from guilt of a past that we can't go back and change and open to us a future in which we can be changed and grant us grace to grow more and more in your likeness and image through your Son, Jesus Christ, the light of the world. Amen. The Lord hears us in mercy and grants forgiveness. Brothers and sisters, in Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. God forgives us in order to transform us from the inside out. And so we can now hear his word and be transformed by the Holy Spirit. God has made us new in Christ Jesus with expectation of transformation. We can hear God's word with hope. And so 
Now let's move on to the next couple of verses in Psalm 130. Hear these words. I wait for the Lord. My soul waits. And in his word I hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen for the morning. More than watchmen for the morning. Amen.
Amen. Let's uh, let's pray. Gracious God, what they just said, speak to us. Amen.
invite the uh, elders who will help be leading us in this litany of confession to come forward. Why don't uh, we just, Kip, if you'll stand here, and if y'all get an order in this direction. And I'll uh, invite you at this time, in, instead of kneeling, our place isn't really set up for kneeling very well, but I will invite you to stand. Um, uh, if you'll recall, the, there's a little story of uh, a Pharisee and a, a beggar praying before God, and it was the, 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 the beggar uh, who was in humility standing before the Lord, crying out for his, uh, his mercy and grace. And so we, Nat Light, um, will stand before him. The the words that we'll be saying are in your, your bulletin if you haven't seen them already. Um, but they'll also have them on the screen as the session leads us in this litany of repentance. Thank you, Kip. God, all-loving and all-caring, we come before you with hesitant steps and uncertain motives. We want to sweep out the corners where sin has accumulated and uncover the places where we have strayed from your truth. We ask for courage to open our eyes and unstop our ears that we may be aware of all that distracts us and prevents us from a wholehearted commitment We want to see ourselves as you do and live our lives as you intended. Expose in us the empty and barren places where we have not allowed you to enter. We confess that we have not shared your love with others and invited them to follow Jesus with us. Reveal to us our half-hearted struggles, where we have been indifferent to the spiritual needs of those around us. Create in us a clean heart, O God, and put a right spirit within us. Nurture the faint stirrings of a new life where your spirit has taken root and begun to grow. Renew in us the joy of our salvation that we freely share the good news of your forgiveness. Liberate us to reveal the hope that is in us. Empower us to bear witness to your goodness in our lives. Help us to heed the leading of the Spirit in all circumstances. Grant us the wisdom to know how to love those who cross our paths. Give us the words to save that communicate your grace and truth. We dedicate ourselves to celebrate Jesus' life, death, resurrection, and return. We dedicate ourselves to praying for others to know and love Jesus with us. We dedicate ourselves to bear witness to Jesus' influence in our lives by what we say and do. We long for your healing light to transform us into the image of your Son. 
for you alone can bring new life and make us whole. You alone are the one who calls us to growth. You alone anoint us to be messengers of your grace. You alone bring transformation in us and in those around us. Let us say together Psalm 130, verses 7 and 8. O Israel, hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is steadfast love, and with him is plentiful redemption, and he will redeem Israel from all his iniquities. Amen. You may be seated. Now we get to the easy part. This is, this is what makes repentance worthwhile. This is what makes repentance good news, not bad news, because we share in confessing our sins and our shortcomings and uh, sharing that to God and with one another because the forgiveness has already been purchased for us. And together we gather around this table to proclaim that. And before uh, we begin, I just want to let you know... Uh, Whichever service you're used to coming in, this will be a little bit different for you, but we will invite, uh, as, as the service uh, continues, we'll invite everyone row by row to come forward and receive communion. And if you are not able to do that physically, then you can just let the deacons know as they come and release your row, and they will bring it to you. And if you're not comfortable, for whatever reason, taking communion, we invite you to come forward. There will be people praying throughout the sanctuary. And uh, whatever is on your heart, whatever is on your mind, you can share that. Uh, in this time, and you can even do both. Um, And so now we look to remember the good news and to proclaim it anew. Because on the night that he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, and after giving thanks, he broke it, saying, this is my body broken for you. Take and eat. And in the same manner, after supper, he took the cup and said, this cup, Is the cup of salvation, my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins. Take and drink. And as often as you eat this bread and drink this wine, you proclaim my coming until I come again. Will you please join me in prayer? Father God, we thank you uh, for the gift of fellowship that your Holy Spirit has united us in this morning. We thank you for the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ, around whom we gather and celebrate at this table We pray now that you would use these ordinary elements, just bread and juice, but uh, for your purposes, that they would be the body and blood of your son, Jesus Christ, to proclaim his death, his resurrection, his defeat of sin uh, and death, that that would be proclaimed not only to us, but through us, that we would take that news out here, uh, out from these walls and share it with those that we encounter uh, on the streets of College Hill and in the city of Cincinnati. We ask all this in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Outside, the outside look. 
This is where grace begins. We were hungry, we were thirsty, nothing left to give for the shape that we were in. Just when all
All the last and all the first All the paupers and the princes All who fail you have been given And all who dream and all who suffer All who love and lost another All who change and all who free All who fail and all who leave Anyone who's been let down All who lost you have been found
Let's continue in prayer. Uh, Almighty God, we do give you thanks for Jesus. We thank you for his life, for his death, for his resurrection and his impending return. Uh, We rejoice indeed that he is the victor. He has conquered sin and death and guilt and shame and evil and rendered them ultimately powerless in the power of the resurrection. And we look forward to that day when he will return and all will be made right. Until that day, Lord, we offer ourselves to you uh, that in your power and in your work, in your authority, in your victory, you might empower us to continue to live um, in uh, the ways of Jesus, that his joy may be our strength and that we indeed would be witnesses good witnesses of his love and grace and mercy in our lives by all that we say and do. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all of God's people said, Amen. I want to invite Gene Schneider to come forward. Just one one story of renewal from this journey already. Thank you, Gene. So as... Um the staff in session met with Paul Borden, the consultant, uh, the Saturday before Paul shared his prescriptions with the church. As he began to share those prescriptions, and particularly that place of not being obedient to the Great Commandment, I mean to the Great Commission, I began just to feel this depth of sorrow within myself to the point where there was really one moment during that day where I just wanted to weep because I was so convicted 
of my own sin of complacency, of not really sharing the good news of Christ. And I know that may sound funny since I'm on staff at a church, and um, but I'm so insulated at times that I'm around Christians all the time, and yet when I began to look outside of my world and that I do encounter people all day, um, that do not know yet, do not yet know Christ, I began to ask the Lord to forgive me for that, um, for not being the good news bearer, and began to ask the Lord why, why was I not sharing the good news? And one of the reasons that came to me was there was such a sadness inside of me for people who I, who I know and I love that are part of my family, who haven't accepted Christ. And I get so discouraged at times because I think, Lord, I have prayed for years and years and years for these people, for these loved ones, and they haven't come to know you. I've shared the good news. I've shared, I've hopefully modeled um, who you are to them, and yet they choose not to follow you. And I think that began then to just kind of infiltrate the rest of my life where I would meet other people and not be willing to share the good news with them. And so I uh, repented of that sin. And, of course, um, God was beautiful in the way in which he begins then to bring people into your life because now you're asking him to do that. Even though I went back through my journal when Drew asked me if I would share, I thought, you know, I'm going to go back through, and I pray all the time, I mean, for years and years and years, that God would give me encounters with unbelievers, that I could share the good news, and yet I wasn't. Um, I wasn't being faithful in that area, but God, in his fun ways, have now begun to bring those opportunities um, Of course, you guys probably think I live at Panera, because I'm always <laughs> telling you Panera stories, but... I was sitting at Panera one morning, and um, there was a fellow that I have seen there often, and he, um, and let me just be honest, this is kind of repentance, honest kind of Sunday, right? And he was one of those guys that I didn't really want to have conversation with. He looked a little different, and I thought, I don't want to get into conversations with this guy. So I would do that quick, you know, good morning. And I would look right back down, reading my Bible. <laughs> Isn't that special? Um, so anyway, I would go back and reading my Bible. And um, God convicted me, especially after you preached, Daryl, about your neighbor. Mm-hmm. It was that Monday mm-hmm. after that Daryl preached about not kind of engaging with his neighbor. Um, and I thought, Lord was like, you better talk to this man. So lo and behold, I said, hello, good morning. And he says to me, what are you reading? (laughs) So I share what I was reading that particular day. I think I was an axe on that particular day. And, um, And then he says to me, do you think some morning, not today, but do you think some morning I could sit down with you and you could tell me about what you're reading? Okay. So... So God um, made it pretty clear about that. And this morning I, I was reminded, and I don't know if this is helpful for 
you all after a morning like today where God hopefully has spoken to you as you have hopefully he's brought those things um, to your mind where you've needed to repent. Um, but gosh, several years ago, I had someone prophesy over me that said, you need to be bold in sharing the good news. And I thought that was just in relationship. It was right around a time I was going to preach. And I thought, oh, that must just be related to that. And I do need to be bold. And I found sometimes I'm good with symbols. And so I found this rock um, that was going to be my reminder. And it kind of looks like a mouth to be bold. And I have it sitting on the windowsill of my desk. And I see it every day that I sit at my desk. And yet, to this morning, God spoke to me, and he said, that's not just about when you're up in front sharing the good news, but do that every day. Be the mouthpiece, be bold in sharing the good news. And so now my little mouth-shaped rock is reminding me to be bold every day. So that's my story. (laughs) Thanks, Gene. Amen. Now let's... Continue to worship God as we give to him, as he has given to us generously over and over and over again. Let us now generously give unto him. Um, uh, you can what well, you can put in the plate or if you notice, if you don't uh, um, have uh, um, uh, things to put in the plate, you can text to give, uh, given the number on the, the screen. So let's celebrate God's goodness and give to him like he has given unto us. Sun. 
Amen. You may be, be seated. A couple invitations. Be sure on your way out. And uh, Janet, are you coming forward to explain the prayer walks? Uh, I hadn't. Yeah. Give give that direction from up here. Um, uh, I, I thought I did. That must have been in one of those emails I never sent. Um, so, uh, but thank you. Yeah. The... Uh, um, but uh, be sure to pick up uh, November edition of Bell Tower um, News, and you'll see in there and also in your bulletin other announcements. And particularly for the Christ Community uh, Thanksgiving uh, food drive, and you'll uh, receive one of these on your way out as well. And there's information in the bulletin or in Bell Tower News about that um, also. Um, and so now, one of the ways that we are you know, engaging in uh, uh, depending upon God and believing in His authority and power is the first act in this turning point, this time of repentance for us as a as a church is to go and pray, is to keep our eyes open, our ears uh, attentive to, to just what we hear and see in our community, and asking God's blessing and power to be evident in the community around us for His glory, for His good news to be proclaimed, and simply as. Jeremiah told uh, the the people of Israel to pray for the prosperity of Babylon, um, to pray for the peace and prosperity of the land for his glory and his power. So we'll be uh, doing that um, immediately after the service for those that um, are so called to join with us. So, Janet.